welcome to the Troopany Show. My name is James Troopany. This is my show. I, I'm not going to sing the intro like I did last week when I was on my own. I am going to be normal and speak sensibly. We are back again looking at Wrestle Kingdom this week to give on our full Bells and Whistles review show. And I don't just have one guest, I have two. Will you please welcome Mr. Alex Watt. How are you, sir? I'm good, yeah. Well, big... Big show, biggest New Japan show of the year. So you've got to have more than one guest on, right? Yeah, exactly. This is this is we need full Liger retirement energy from well, yourself. Don't, don't make it too emotional straight away. You know? Oh, I nearly cried last week when I was on my own. There was no one here to talk. <laughs> so um, anyway, will you also please welcome back from her sickness bed? She was poorly sick last week and could not join me. Hence, why I was on my own. Will you please welcome Empress Ashley of India Empire Magazine. How are you, Mom? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Uh, we I ran a little late today, but it, I'm still here. So, biggest night, um, biggest show of the year. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, the show we look forward to, not only one night, but two nights. So, Indeed. fantastic. Technically three nights, if you include the Monday night at the... Uh... Actually, uh, where was it? It was uh, It was. It was in. It wasn't in Tokyo, was it? It was in Ota City. Well, Tokyo, Ota City Gymnasium. Um, yeah, New Year's yeah. Dash, three nights. Great, three 70, nights. Fantastic. Seventy thousand for seventy-four thousand people buying wrestling tickets for one week out of wrestling, not sold by WWE. That is a lot of tickets sold. To be honest with you. Um, right, we did the overview of the matches last week. We're not going to dwell on the openers so much. We're going to talk about the big matches this week and what it means for the participants and what's going to mean going forward. But I will run through the matches. Arishi Hoshika and Mayo Itani of AMA defeated Duke Gwailia and Hanakamura in nine minutes and four seconds in the stardom darkness match that they couldn't broadcast on World because <clears throat> they all work for Gayora TV and Bushy Road probably needs to sort that out match. Um, Alex Coughlin, Clark Connors, Carl Fredericks, Toa Henry, they defeated Great Bashiel, Togi Makabe, Tommy Akahoma, Yotsuji, and Yue Uemura in 7 minutes and 36 seconds. <coughs> Finally. Tenkoji, Hiroshi Tenzan, and Satoshi Kojima defeated Manobi, Nakanishi, and Yuji Nagata in 5 minutes and 47 seconds. Now, since Wrestle Kingdom weekend, Manobi Nakanishi has announced his retirement from professional wrestling. He will have his last match in February. And we have to pay tribute to the former IWGP and G1 Climax winner, old Lumpy himself. <laughs> and I'm sure we will do close to the time. But let us get down to the nitty-gritty of your Wrestle Kingdom. And that would be Naiki Saino, Rosuki Taguchi, Shinjiri Otani, and Tatsuyushi Takiwawa defeated Jushin Thunder Liger, Tatsumi Fujinami, the Great Sasuke, and Tiger Mask in 8 minutes and 52 seconds in the first leg of Jushin Thunder Liger's retirement run. Ash, what are your thoughts on this matchup? Because you are a lifelong Jushin Liger fan. What was your feelings going into this match? And what do you think of the old boys coming back to run it through one more time? Because I, for one, never thought I'd see Fujinami in a New Japan ring again. Yep, same here. Okay. I never thought I would see him. Um, fantastic night. Great. You know, just just the night filled with, you know, tons of emotions. Honestly, I, I got my emotions out um, the week that you and I did our podcast. Right, so you're coming at this this more more like rationally and less emotionally disturbed. Exactly, exactly. And let's see, eight minutes fifty two seconds. Um, uh, not you know, 
necessarily like the greatest match, you know, with with all these guys, but it was still very, you know, touching. It was very heartwarming, and I could see how it it would really play to, you know, those longtime New Japan fans, those longtime Jushin Thunder Liger fans. I could see how it would like touch them in the heart, you know. I could understand. I, I, I would say that Shinjiro Otani has never done anything touching in his life. <laughs> <laughs> However, I agree with what you're trying to say. It was a yeah. nice tribute to, to like and seeing his old friends back in New Japan ring. Otani runs Wrestle One. He runs a rival wrestling company. Tatsuji Fujinami runs his own wrestling company, Dragon Rana. So yeah, it's um, it was an interesting sight to see. Alex, what are your thoughts on this uh, with the yeah. old guys? Taguchi getting the win over yeah, Jushi Thunder Liger. Yeah, had to be actually Taguchi is the the only kind of <laughs> fully active guy in that match. Had to get the win, I suppose. But yeah, I I was more emotional the second night about the Liger stuff because this one felt more like this is fully like nostalgia time with all like these legends just running through their greatest hits for like eight minutes, which was pretty fun to be honest. I liked the idea that Liger had set up with like. Let's have a complete nostalgia match on night one and night two. We'll do like the old guys against the new breed kind of thing. And he'll put over the new guys. Um, very Liger to go out on his back as well. Um, I, um, I yeah. kind of fully knew he was going to do that on the second night. Interesting that he did that on the first night as well, when I don't think anyone would have begrudged him maybe picking up the win in this one on the first night because of the nature of it but i just don't think that's in his nature is it really so yeah this, no, this one was just a lot of fun yeah uh, also great sasuke bumping like a mad bastard great sasuke could still go that was <laughs> ridiculous the stuff he was still able to crack out at his age two weeks ago he was falling off the top rope in a barrel uh, at Curricken Hall on an indie show somewhere because he's he's mental. He is. on you crazy bastard is all I can say. <laughs> right. Next, <laughs> Suzuki going El Desperado, Minoru Suzuki, Tai Chi, and Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Los Ignorables de Hapon, Bushi, Evil, Sonada, Shingo Takagi in 8 minutes 39 seconds. This, of course, pushing your Zack Sabre Jr. Tai Chi, sorry, Zack Sabre Jr. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tai Chi. That would be unpleasant. Zack Sabre Jr. Um, <laughs> Sonata matchup for the following night. Alex, what are your thoughts on this one? I mean, you're saying the unpleasant thing about Tai Chi, but we know he's been matched up with next, but we'll, um, we'll come on to that one <laughs> later in the podcast. Um, yeah, like you say, this was <laughs> not, that you're, not that you're annoyed about it or anything, I'm sure, but yeah, this I, I match was... all annoyed inside, Alex, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, this match, like you say, it was all basically set up for the next night and the Sonada Zack Sabre Jr. match. Um, but it was, you know, it was fun for what it was. Again, like sort of an eight-minute sprint, everyone running through their stuff. Um, yeah, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't any kind of big angles coming out of it or anything like that. They saved that for, you know, the second night and New Year's Dash, but... Yeah, it was just all uh, all these lads battering each other, basically, which is, is what we want. <laughs> now, Ash, I do know you have a soft spot for certain members of Suzuki Go. What did you think of this matchup? Um, you mean uh, certain members minus Tai Chi? Yeah, yeah. Someone's <laughs> <laughs> um, 
The ones who leave their trousers on. The ones that leave their trousers on, exactly. Um, (laughs) It was an okay, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't anything spectacular. Uh, It basically just led up to basically Zach facing Sonata um, night two. And, I mean, that's really all you need to know about that match. It didn't really have any certain type of, um, I don't want to say relevant, I don't want to say it didn't have any relevance because it did because it had it's part of a storyline. But uh, in my opinion, probably not the best match of the night. No, it was it was just okay. Did what it said on the tin, moved the thing forward, which is pretty much what you could say about the next match. Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, Toriyano Yoshihashi defeated Bullet Club, Babuk Fale, Chase Owens, Kenta, and Yuji Takashi in eight minutes and seventeen seconds. I'm going to ask Ash, ask Ash, what went wrong there then? Um, I, I always just blame Chase at this point. Uh, I mean, that's all I can find. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. Uh, but he, he, hang on. He, he was the one calling all the orders. He was kind of like in charge and everyone was listening to him. No, no. I, I, think, you're, I think you're confusing him for Kenta. Kenta <laughs> is the one that is doing a lot of the work in this match. I have noticed that. And, you know, other than that, you know, it was, we, we had a good Wrestle Kingdom night. Let's let's talk about something positive. Let's talk about how how great, you know, my friend Mr. Juicy did on commentary for Wrestle Kingdom. Let's talk about that. Let's, Ash, let's Ash. forget about this that this match even happened. She's mildly trying to cover the fact that Bullet Club didn't win any matches this night or the next. I night. have you know that there's conspiracies against us. How we hardly win at Wrestle Kingdom if you look at our history. <laughs> it is. You know, it's it's not fully our fault, okay? I, um, I see what they're doing. I see, don't think, I don't see what they're doing. And, you know, on Wrestle Kingdom, you know, we, 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 you know, we bring our A game. We do. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll let that out there. Uh, Alex, your thoughts? That is true. Bullet Club don't tend to do well at Wrestle Kingdoms, do they? No, at all? It's more of a Dominion kind of area for them. They tend to do okay, then. Um, it is. Yeah. They, they've obviously they've loved the summer, I guess. Not so fond of the winter. Um, yeah, yeah. This summer, was... we're having a fantastic beach party. Yes, but... see that? <laughs> <laughs> or is it spring? It's, either it's way, when, either it's way, when, it's not it's, winter. It's when Peter's all-year-round outfit becomes seasonal. I have you know, <laughs> Peter is a lovely woman, and I'm she is a professional dancer. Yes, I'm just saying that, like, you know, she does wear beach wear or beach wear all year round. Just saying. Carry on, Alex, you were saying. Would you class <laughs> that as, I wouldn't call that typical beach gear, to be honest, but. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, I, I, it was kind of forgettable, this match, I suppose. Like, it was all there to set up Kenta and Goto the next night, which we knew was again that's that's kind of the point of these the the last match and this match and with it being over two nights it was inevitable you were going to get a couple of matches that were were kind of filler even though i think doing the two nights overall was the best idea because we were getting you know a couple of years ago it was getting stupid wasn't it like it was like six seven hours long because they wanted to give every match time to breathe which yeah is is all well and good, but not great when you're 
you have to literally sit there watching wrestling as great as it is for six hours consider you know consistently um so yeah i think i think the two nights thing worked but it was inevitable that you would get a little bit of filler along the way and yeah it was it was fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah just to give you an idea the one two three four the five championship matches on this card if you just had them as bang 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 one after the other would still be two hours of pure wrestling mm. with nothing else and with no intros you know so anyway we'll move on to the first title match of the evening Finn Juice, Dave Finley, and Juice Robinson defeats Gorillas of Destiny in 13 minutes and 25 seconds. I love this match because I love Dave Finley and I love Juice Robinson. I, I like DOD too. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Dave is just uh, just watching. This means a lot to me because the first wrestler I saw in a main, decent main event was Dave Finley's dad uh, at Cleethorpe's Memorial Hall, the scariest frigging heel in the world, Dave Finley. <laughs> Son is just so not. <laughs> but it shows the faith that they've got in Dave Finley. Two pinfall wins over the Gorillas of Destiny. Or two, two pinfall wins in big matches for Dave Finley. They won the World Tag League. Dave Finley gets the pinfall win here. I don't think this hurts Gorillas of Destiny. Five times champions. They're going to get the titles back in the end, let's be honest. Um, mm. But certainly puts a lot of power behind Finjuice. Alex, what's your thoughts? Yeah, G.O.D. cannot win at the Dome ever, can they? It seems to be the the running theme. Um, Yeah, this was really good tag match. Like, I thought there was loads of loads of great storytelling, like loads of great stuff down the stretch. I loved um, like G.O.D. were coming out and um, Finley and Juice met them on the ramp, didn't they? I thought that was really cool. Um, And yeah, just. Just a really good back and forth match. I think Finley and Juice winning was the right call. I love, yeah, I, I love the dynamic that's developed there. Like they've developed into this really fun heavyweight tag team that, again, is completely different to like what any of the other heavyweight tag teams do because they've got that kind of, shall we say, quirky personalities that they put in there, which is, yeah, really fun. Um, and yeah, I think the Gorillas of Destiny, I think they they kind of divide opinion a little bit. We've spoken about that before and they can go from, they work great with some people and not great with others. I think that's still the case, but I think this was definitely an instance where these teams have great chemistry together and it just works really well. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think the G.O.D. as well, there's less and less teams they don't work with well. They are yeah. kind of different a complete team now um, which is the kind of thing you want for the aces of the division and they are um, we'll see if they win the big one at the big show again I think probably at some point well I think you know they're, they're your go-to team they're the ones who stuck around <laughs> you yeah, can't really absolutely um, and they've had big matches in the last two years and they've lived up to the occasion and I do like them a lot um, by it's emotional favorites for me if Indus, so that's that's the key thing Ashley I know it was a sad time for you, and I'm, I'm assuming you've dealt with it now. What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, of course, we're going to get the titles back, you know. <laughs> G.O.D., you know, we, like I said, you know, it's it's not a surprise we didn't win at Wrestle Kingdom. And um, just know that we, we will be investigating this, and we will be looking into it very firmly. Because we never <laughs> really win during Wrestle Kingdom. But, you know, we, we did look fantastic out there. 
I Did you not just that. say you bring your A game at Wrestle Kingdom? Hmm? Did you not just say you bring your A game at Wrestle Kingdom? <laughs> I, I mean, we look amazing. But, oh, okay. Uh, we do Those look amazing every year. Say yes, yeah. The ring jackets were really cool. Mm. Yes, yes, we we always look fantastic. You know, we always, you know, we just always look great out there. Um, we will firmly look into this uh, conspiracy about Wrestle Kingdom, but you know, fantastic match. Um, it it is nice to see. You know, I will give it to you know Finley. It, it is nice to see him actually get some type of push after coming back. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's not going to be a secret. Well, it's, you know, G.O.D. will get those titles back. Uh, overall, as far as the tag <coughs> match, it, it, I think it ran a little bit uh, kind of smoothly. I didn't yeah. really see too many too many technical issues in it. No, no. Um, I think it was yeah. Some, yeah, maybe a little bit nervous on for the for Dave and Juice because it was for the first big show as a tag team together. But other yeah, than that, yeah, really, really good. Yeah, uh, one, 13 minutes, 25 seconds. So. Yeah, one person you can no longer blame in your conspiracy theory is Tiger Hattori, who refereed the next match. John Moxley and Lance Archer in a Texas death match for the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship. 14 minutes and 26 seconds of these two big bastards beating the shit out of one another. <laughs> um, I, I, I love Lance Archer. Mox is all right. It's not my particular cup of tea. Uh, but I this agree. Guy, Kind of like, you know, you can't say he didn't put the effort in here. <laughs> he tried really, really hard. And it was a really good job he did. Uh, Alex, yeah. what thoughts? Sorry, I'll go with Ash first because you were last last time. Ash, what were your thoughts on this match? Um, you know how I feel about, about oh. Mox. Um, I, um, me and you have the same agreement. Um, like, we agree the same when it comes to Mox. I, you know, I really wish Lance would have kept that title. Because... Mm. Just because I thought, you know, what he did with the U.S. Um, title, you know, I thought it was great. I thought he had a great title run, and I was a little upset to see it end. Yeah. Um, it was a, it was a good match, though, the Texas Death match. But like I said, Mox isn't my cup of tea. I mean, you've talked about this during G1, that you and I just really didn't care and didn't get what the hype was. Yeah. I mean, Because honestly, I just saw it was Dean Ambrose, in my freaking opinion. I mean, I think uh, <laughs> actually, you actually know <clears throat> Mira from Lost Wolfing on Twitter. If you go follow her, she gave a detailed explanation of John Moxley, um, <laughs> and that John Moxley is a terrible influence upon people like Show Trumino and shouldn't be allowed oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah. remember that. Yes, uh, I I'm kind of softening to Mox, but more on the second night. We'll get to that. Um, uh, but, I'm never softening. Yeah. <laughs> I think it took him about four matches to get going in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and you kind of expected it to get get him to get it a bit quicker. Um, but yes, he is getting it, but it's still not quite where he needs to be yet. I don't think. Uh, Alex, what are your thoughts on this match? Well, I mean, I have the opposite opinion to you guys on Moxley. Clearly, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I, I kind of get what you mean, but I think I've been, I've enjoyed him in New Japan. I have to say, I think he feels more. It's definitely better than his WWE run. I think we touched on this when we did the North American Awards, right? Um, yeah. that I feel, I, I think he feels more. I just, I just have high standards. Let's be honest. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're gonna come on to some 
absolutely unbelievable stuff in a bit. So, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I've I've enjoyed him in New Japan. I have to say, and I think what was interesting about this and the next night were maybe the results that Moxley actually won the belt here and then retained it on the second night, which we'll talk about in a bit. But because it was kind of reported that this was him just fulfilling these final dates with New Japan, that he'd obviously had that issue with travel a few months ago and this was him fil- like seeing out those final dates he owed them. Um, and people obviously still aren't sure where New Japan and AEW stand in in terms of whether they're going to put a partnership together or whatever. But yeah, the fact that he's he's got the belt, they've obviously set up a great feud, in my opinion. We'll come on to that, what you guys think of that. But yeah, really interesting from that point of view. I thought this match against Archer, I really enjoyed it. Um, Archer, you know, he really stepped up in the G1, made the most of that opportunity, and he's just continued that going forward as ash said like great title run he's had with that us belt um and yeah they just worked really well to the stipulation you know it was like what 50 minutes yeah. of just in yeah yeah they weren't they weren't kind of dragging it out you know you, you sometimes see these Matches it's like counts do loads of teasers and it wasn't needed they did the right thing of just let's just beat the crap on each other basically you know do do a few horrible looking spots there was like like a blackout onto the chairs wasn't there at yeah. one point yeah which looked horrible <laughs> horrible and then DDT through the tables yeah. I've seen the belt in person. It's very nice. I will say that. Yeah, I've yes, seen it in person. Nice. I saw it in Chicago. Oh, very nice. Uh, where are we? Um, yes. Uh, the next match up was, that kind of covers that match, was IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion Hiroma Takahashi defeats William Ospreay. 24 minutes and 33 seconds. And what was a corker? To be honest with you, this couldn't be anything less. I mean, this had to be the greatest junior heavyweight match you ever saw or else it wasn't going to be any good. <laughs> like the anticipation for this, they could not, neither of them could put in a bad performance, or they may as well have walked out the door after this because the expectations for Takashi's return were so high. Osprey's had such a good 12 months. If unless he produced an absolute godlike performance, it wasn't going to work. And they managed it. They pulled it off in front of the biggest audience they've ever had. And Hiroma Takahashi walked in a very popular wrestler and walked out an incredibly over-the-top superstar. And he has Will Ospreay to thank for that. I have been hard on William down the years for opening his gob too much, as we once <laughs> were. Um, but I can never deny the fact he was a world-class wrestler. And he has reached the absolute pinnacle of his career, I think, with this particular matchup. And Hiromu is just on another planet. And I'm glad to see he has toned it down somewhat. Uh, and worked on emotions rather than big spots. So I think that's really important. Alex, I know you are a big Hiromu fan, so what were your thoughts on this match? I am. I'm not sure I'd say he's toned it down too much. Like, it was still pretty... Yeah, not quite as crazy. I know know what you mean. But yeah, it was was pretty insane, this match. Your first match of the year candidate of a few on these shows, to be honest. It was... Yeah, as you said, a lot of 
anticipation, a lot of pressure on them, I guess. Um, and they fully lived up to those very high expectations. Hiromu obviously getting his belt back in the match, which completed the comeback story. Absolutely the correct way to go. I know obviously Will had that fantastic year, but you can't not have Hiromu get his belt back in this situation. That's what that's what the crowd wanted. The the crowd really added to that as well, as they did with a few of these matches. The, mm. They wanted him to win so bad, and it added so much more emotion. And yes, obviously some of the spots and the sequences were mind-blowing. Um, like the crazy sequence where Hiromu tried to suplex Osprey on the floor and he like rolled back into the ring and did the dive was just unbelievable. And yeah, the I don't even know how many counters there were, <laughs> to be honest, in, in the last few minutes. Like I think there was a Canadian destroyer spot at one point, which just had me out of my seat, like kicking each other back and forth. Um Hiromu countered Stormbreaker into a code red at one point and then he brought out that brutal new finisher to win it, which is, again, very new Japan, having to, in the biggest match, find something new to get the big win. Um, yeah, just just an astounding match. I thought Will was was great in terms of working that kind of more heelish role, which, again, was the right way to go, you know, working Hiromu's neck and really building the heat that way so that they have which wanted to see that um, yeah and Hiromu got to be in Jumaiga's last time as well so pretty good weekend for that guy <laughs> really yeah it was Ash what are your thoughts on this matchup uh, it was a good match you know smooth set of sequences um, it, it Hiromu did um, great you know I wasn't expecting Will to win or keep that title um, as soon as he was announced I mean, I wouldn't say it was a perfect match, but I would say it was pretty near perfect. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I can't, I have no complaints for the match. I thought it was a great match for the night. I know some people didn't care for it or they didn't like it, but I, I thought it was a great junior heavyweight match. So, yeah, I don't, I, get, I don't get the disc for this because it was just, it was what it needed to be. It was a it solid was really match. Good. Yeah, it was yeah. very solid. Uh, like I said, the it sequences was... were smooth. The spots were great. Um, I mean, I... I wouldn't have known if I had just, if I was in, let's say I was a new fan and I just decided to jump into New Japan or just jump into Wrestle Kingdom. And I just decided, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to watch, you know, New Japan. I wouldn't have known um, the way, you know, Hiromu was wrestling that he had an injury, to be honest no. with you. No, he's, yeah, it's all very, he's very, very much fit. And I think, Waiting, what, 18 months has kind of like done him an awful lot of favours because it's just like the anticipation has built and built and built and built and his neck is well mm. rested. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, that is great. All right, I'm, then. Move I'm, on. So, oh, sorry, I'm, did, sorry, so did some sorry. people have like, have an issue with them? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised. I don't know how, what you can, <laughs> like, well, uh, what more as you could want. About- yeah, I mean, there were some polarizing opinions about a few of these matches. Like, yeah. uh, Jay White NATO wasn't particularly didn't go particularly down well with some people, um, and the Kada and Ibushi didn't go down particularly well with some people either. And I'm like, what the mm. freaking hell do you want for wrestling? Yeah, match? what? <laughs> <laughs> like, Need, needless yeah. to say, 
in my opinion, they don't watch New Japan full time. Therefore, their opinions, in my opinion, don't fucking matter because they're not actual <laughs> New Japan. Now, I'm serious. Your opinion, I'm just going to say this right now. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Everyone's entitled. You choose whether or not you want to be an asshole or not. But if you're just <laughs> watching New Japan for Wrestle Kingdom G1 and only watching your quote-unquote faves because you think a guy's fucking hot, you know what? Your opinion is invalid because you're not a fucking New Japan fan. And that's the honest opinion. So don't come here acting like you can give a star rating or an opinionated rating when you've been up, you know, AEW's ass. So that's just my, that's seriously just my opinion. But it's yeah, the I... honest truth. If you're not, if you're not sitting there every night on tour with these guys and know what's going on, know what their storylines are coming at, don't sit there and say like, for instance, this IWGP Junior Heavyweight title match was not the best match or it was a horrible match. The fact is your opinion became un- invalid the moment you stopped paying attention to New Japan. Therefore, you are not a New Japan fan. Because, okay. yeah, I, I, I find it, yeah, even without that context, I find it a bit baffling that you could tune in to watch this match and not be blown away by it. I mean, definitely, like, the emotion takes it to another level, and we'll talk about that with definitely the main event of the second night adds so much more if you know the stories going into this. But this was just, yeah, I think you can watch this without the context and have your mind absolutely blown. I I agree. It's a strange one. I'm just saying things that have been going on in between the lines about a certain star rating. There was also there was also major backlash from TNA fans about the fact that they didn't get New Japan would rather not be on Access TV than work with TNA. Sorry, <laughs> I, well, I still love that by the way. <laughs> like, well, geez, yeah. blame us. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, oh well, yeah, but it is like New Japan was like there was there was fans going like well new japan isn't that interesting and it's like they put seventy five thousand people in three two buildings in three days when impact wrestling can do that then we'll talk it's well, not even stop performing like, at yeah. shopping malls or renting themselves out for birthday parties because <laughs> that's that's a thing go to don't believe me go to their website that is a thing you can rent them out okay so the moment they stop performing for like kids birthday parties or shopping malls not that there's anything wrong with that we all got to start somewhere then you can come over here and have a valid opinion about us and our gorgeous lion mark okay (laughs) all right then let us move on Uh, we are supportive of the wrestling promotions that don't are assholes right tetsuya nato defeats jay white for the iwgp (laughs) intercontinental heavyweight championship in 33 minutes and 54 seconds of a breathtaking professional wrestling match, I must admit, I do enjoy Jay White's work as a heel. He is probably the best heel wrestler in the world, and I will say Ooh. that. So, the other so you're coming to breathe? You want to breathe with the switchblade? I, I, I knew you. I knew you wanted to, James. <laughs> I knew you did. It's okay. Uh, you could say it because you know Akata is a liar. And just admit you want to come and breathe with us. <laughs> Shush. You know who was supposed to be the Switchblade originally, right? Hello? Oh, we're listening. We're listening. Okay, Ash, you do know who was supposed to be the Switchblade originally, right? The rumor. 
the rumor that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> we, won't even, we won't even talk about that. But that thin-skinned, I sucked the life out of the junior heavyweight division, and that's how I became a heavyweight. We're not going to even talk about that. No, 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 not, not that guy. No. Oh, oh okay. Then, then please tell me. He's, he's defending the uh, Impact Wrestling title in about four hours' time against a racist. Oh, who cares? Let's just move on. <laughs> uh, let's just move on. We saved. Jay White saved us from that. Thank anyway. God. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> NATO defeated thank, Jay White. Thank Geo. Th- seriously, thank God. Oh my God. Just, let's just go. Uh, NATO defeated Jay White for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. 33 minutes and 54 seconds. Like I said, do enjoy Jay White's heel work. He was on top form here, and he had to be. Because NATO had to be the biggest babyface in the world ever going into this main event, or else it wasn't going to work. And everything clicked perfectly for them. I think four and a half stars is a little slow, but you've got a guy in the sense of Jay White whose style has to be <laughs> annoying against a guy who doesn't have any knees. So pretty much, <laughs> you know, 8.42 from the cage match users. And I don't agree with melts very often, but I think probably a little bit higher. But this was a perfectly well-told story. And for the people involved, it was astounding. It was really, really good. So, Ash, what are your thoughts? I know your man lost, but I'm sure you have something to say about the matchup. It was a good match. You know, of course, I was really rooting for Jay. But like I said, you know, we hardly win on Wrestle Kingdom. I can't even remember Wrestle Kingdom that we won at because it's been so freaking long. God damn it, Gato. But anyways... (laughs) Um, other than that, you know, I, I thought it was a decent matchup. I was really excited about this. Uh, 33 minutes, 54 seconds. Sadly, uh, you know, I, I hated to see that beautiful, no longer white IWGP intercontinental <laughs> title go back to NATO, where it's going to continue not being white. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I thought the star rating could have been a little bit higher. I agree with the cage match rating of 8.42. But solid match. Solid match for night one. Um, I mean, when it's NATO, I mean, like I said, I agree with you on that aspect. I mean, the man doesn't have any damn knees. Um, But the counters were great. Destino, Blade Runner, Destino, Blade Runner. I mean, it was a fantastic they both have fantastic counters um, during that entire match, so I, I can't complain. Okay, then. Alex, it is your moment, because your man won the championship. My man did, yeah. Um, I think it's interesting, like, you're talking about, like, the reaction to the match and stuff. It comes, like, because I really enjoyed this match as well. I'm with you guys. Like, it's that thing where... People get so focused now, I think, on, like, the work rate aspect that they forget that, like, pro wrestling is ultimately about storytelling as well. And obviously, at its best, um, all that stuff comes together. And, you know, the point of Jay White's character is he is a shithouse. (laughs) He is is (laughs) supposed to piss you off. Like, it's supposed to be annoying that he keeps relying on heel tactics and that he keeps outthinking, I guess, like people like Naito and then Ibushi the next night, guys who are, in inverted commas, better wrestlers. Yeah. But Jay White 
smarter than them both and he's trying to outthink them and maybe this is in part i don't know like i i said to you before we started i've not been able to keep up with new japan as much in the last few months as i i wanted to that maybe because i haven't seen <laughs> as much of jay white doing the heel antics it doesn't annoy me as much but yeah i thought it actually added to both matches significantly because it meant that particularly in this one where you've got the story really was naito going for this title you know that he has to win everything after entering with nothing to finally be the top guy in the company and yeah the fact that jay white was going to be <laughs> an awful awful man and <laughs> try and stop him from doing that really plays into I the story no, basically jay is a great man jay is a fantastic <laughs> man he is coming. a great man <laughs> he is a great man did you see all the fantastic things we're doing for Australia? What has Lij and Chaos done? What have what have what have what have they done? Let's uh, be honest. Point. Did you I mean... did you see all the fantastic things we're doing for Australia as a unit, as a faction? <laughs> I will point out that a card gives ten thousand. I think it's a million yen to cancer charities every time he hits a gets a pinfall with a rainmaker. So, is that you know. true? I did. I didn't that know that. True? That's amazing. Because, I, I feel like that's a lie, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is a lie, and both you and I can agree. I think that's a lie. <laughs> Listen, no, I'm, I'm trying to one up us. Jim Ross told us on aid on uh, Access TV when they first did it. it was one of the first things I heard do, Jim Ross talking about. Do you honestly and, believe you know, anything? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> said about it Rara Maranello he was the one as well as Jim Ross both mm, of them said now I don't believe it but let's talk about your man Kachisuko Okada that's next yes winning the IWGP or continue retaining <laughs> the IWGP heavyweight championship against Coach Ibushi now this one had the most promise and I think delivered I think to be honest with you it took the crowd a while to get going partly because Okada matches are always slow starters and this was no exception uh, but once the crowd were there, like, they, were, they were into it, <laughs> going. Uh, but you know, also the fact that they just watched like you had craziness followed by incredible wrestling match followed by incredible emotional story. You know, they're going to have trouble following all that. But Akada wins the title and keeps the title back in thirty-nine minutes and sixteen seconds. Kota loses this one, but it was his first main event, and it was a very sad night for us all. Yes, it doesn't it doesn't except for really, you? Yes, it, you cut the noodle talking. lover. Yes, because Ash, sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Because uh, Abushi, you, you don't tend to win the big one the first night you're there. It tends to take a while. I mean, of course, Carter's story starts with three big losses at Wrestle Kingdom. So Great. you know, the, the greatest thing is that he lost on that too. You. All right, we'll get to that in a minute. In fact, we'll get to night two in a second. But let's talk to you first, then, as you seem keen to speak on Akota Ibushi versus Kazuchika Okada. Oh, I'm done. I said everything I need to say because I slept during that match because Okada makes me sleepy. You go ahead, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in stunned silence at <laughs> these comments. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm very... Very pro Kazushiko Okada. I think he's um, 
the best in the business. Um, so, yeah, I. in terms of, like you say, Abushi not winning in his first attempt, I think as well, like the story here was clearly the Naito story and Naito getting this title shot finally at Okada. So it makes sense the way that, that they went the way they did. I mean, like you say, Okada and Ibushi had a tough job going on after the previous two matches, especially that Osprey and Hiromu match. But I thought they did it. I thought this was the best match of the night. I thought it was absolutely insane. Again, another match of the year candidate. I read someone can't remember who it was, sorry, but I read someone say this was like a hybrid of the classic Okada-Tanahashi matches and the classic Ibushi-Nakamura match um, yeah. kind of fused together. I think that's a good way to sum it up because, yeah, for me, it was everything I think we hoped it would be with these two facing off. I thought the pacing was perfect. You know, the match went nearly 40 minutes, but to me, it didn't feel that way. I didn't think it even started slow to be honest i thought everything felt very deliberate and was building and building really smartly um i thought they built the pace and the story really effectively mm. um abushi landed on his head on the pele king mm. at one point yeah. which the fact that that happened and then they it didn't so even it slow them down surprise you though no no of course it's right <laughs> It's like it surprised me in the sense that he accidentally landed on his head because oh, yeah, I'm so yeah. used to him purposely landing on his head. I mean, this is a man who set fireworks off on his chest on top of a, a Jimmy Havoc's car. <laughs> a, yeah, it was Jimmy's car. Yes, yeah, so you know, <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah, it's it's um. On brand for him. Like I said, I was just surprised that it was clearly an accidental fall on the head rather than a purposeful one, which I'm more used to. But normally that would screw a match up. But if anything, it seemed to like send them into another gear and the match got even better from that point on. Um, and yeah, the the thing they're doing with Ibushi where he like turns into this stone cold killer where yeah. like he's he's like goes into his own head and goes to a different place I think is really interesting to see what they do with that going forward this year I mean the fact that like Okada was curled up in a ball at one point as <laughs> Ibushi was just hitting him I mean how many champions would you see do that like being willing to look that vulnerable like he's the most dominant champion New <laughs> Japan have ever had and he's willing to just be there like make himself look like really vulnerable against the challenger i think that's really impressive um and yeah the, the the match was just insane like the the closing stretch was was unbelievable um so many counters back and forth i liked the finish with abushi cracking out the v trigger as an ode to kenny yeah. and then it's almost kind of what costs him in the end deviating from his game plan that yeah. that ends up with okada countering hitting that that's sit out tombstone. Should that surprise anyone? Exactly. That that like, Kenny Omega counter did not work. It didn't again, work. Again, Abushi getting um yeah getting distracted by <laughs> by Kenny in his head. Yeah, and yeah, I 
I love the whole story they told, That's and obviously the only Okada. Way Kenny can live in New Japan <laughs> in Bushi's head. His memory uh, so, lives on in New Japan. <laughs> just, just in his head only, because that's the only way he can come back. <laughs> I th- I One think, day. <laughs> I think I would like him somewhere Never. else in his head. But moving on. Uh, the Never Openweight six-man tag team titles were the first titles defended on night two. Every match on this card was a title match bar one, and the one that wasn't was Thunder Liger's retirement match. Yeah, it was even nice, the, that was even nice the match. dark, even the dark match was a title match. It was the Never Open Six Man Title, which was the Gladys Day Hapon, Bushi Evil and Shingo Takagi won over Bullet Club, Bad Luck Farley, Chase Owens, Yujiro Takahashi, Chaos Robbie equals Tomiyaro Ishii and Yoshihashi, Raisuki Taguchi, Togi Makabe and Toriyano, and Suzuki Gun, El Desperado Taishi and Yoshinubi Kanemura. Title change because Raisuki Taguchi, Togi Makabe and Toriyano lost the titles. Alex, your thoughts on this particular fun romp through comedy? Yeah, (laughs) interesting they put it on the pre-show as a dark match rather Mm -hmm. than... You think that with them doing the two nights, they will be able to find a place for this on one of the main cards of the shows. Um, So yeah, that was was a bit surprising. But yeah, it was was a fun romp, like you say. (laughs) That's a good way of putting it. It, it was a, it was a, it was a, a, a romantic comedy of a match. A romantic yes, yeah. comedy? Did you just say? I said a romantic comedy. You cannot tell me. Yeah, it's. Yano were not forming some form of love triangle. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I didn't take it there either, but I've, I would uh, like to see in it. In between the lines, <laughs> all I'm saying. Anyway, I, I pay little attention to the six man tag. Um... I, I do hope, you know, we obtain them at some point again. But yeah, it was it was it was interesting. You know, let's see, you had Ishi Pin Chase at three minutes and forty seconds, and then you had Robbie, and then you had Evil, and then of course we got to the end at nineteen minutes and thirty-four seconds. So yeah, I mean it was I mean I only, I honestly only caught part of it. So Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. It's, Evil and his other husband Shingo Takagi and Bushi win the title. So they <laughs> evil. Yeah, int- evil is interesting. only with Sonata. You need to stop Sorry. it. And while evil is only with Sonata, you need to stop it. Uh, yeah, the- interesting that they went with yeah Lij winning the titles. I mean, what what is their plan for these titles? That that's my main question. They don't seem to know what. Draw it's clear that we're going we're going to feud with Lij. Bullet Club. I've been waiting for this feud for so long. <laughs> I have been waiting for it. You have no idea. And, okay. Um, that that's okay. clear what it is. It's 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 Bullet Club. It's going to be Bullet Club and Lij. It's going to be a Bullet Club and Lij year. I feel it. Okay. Uh, you oh. you you say okay now, but you watch when it happens. Okay. Have you got anything to say about this match, Ash? Or are you good? No, I'm good. I mean, I pretty much said what I said. Uh, I only caught like half of it. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a six man open dark tag match. I mean, it's a gauntlet match. Um, I it did went in my opinion, it did go very quickly. The pace was very fast. I will say that from what I saw. Yeah, it was. It did tick along at a nice rate. All right, the next matchup was for the Hiroki <laughs> Takahashi and the newly named Ryuli 
<laughs> Both of Los Ignorables, but one's from of De Hapon and one's of AAA, so they're not allowed to be in Los Ignorables together because apparently nobody in Mexico thought it'd be a good idea to trademark the name Los Ignorables. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm staying out of that mess. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, Ryu Lee was Dragon Lee, who was in CMLL, who was fired because his brother wrestled a match against some AAA opponents on an indie show in California. So he quit in sympathy with his brother, who is Rush, the former Ring of Honor world champion, and was fired the night he became Ring of Honor world champion. And was one of CMLL's biggest draws. Because that makes good business sense. Anywho. <laughs> um, what a mess. However, because Ryu Lee is really good mates with Hiromu Takahashi. And he's an incredibly good wrestler. He ended up in this match with Hiromu Takahashi. At the bequest of one Jushin Thunder Liger. Who tagged with his age-old nemesis Naiki Sano. Along with his trainer. The ever-joyous Yoshiaki Fujiwara. In 12 minutes and 16 seconds. <coughs> this was the retirement match of Jushin. Thunder, Liger, Keiichi Yamada. Alex, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, first of all, a shame we didn't get Fujiwara cracking out an armbar. I was hoping he was going to slide in and crack an armbar on someone, but you can't, you can't have it all. Um, <laughs> he is 70. <laughs> say again? He is 70. And by the way, if you look back at the Destroyer uh, memorial card, he cracked out uh, a Fujiwara armbar on that because it was the UWF guys versus the All Japan guy from the from the mid nineties, right? Two thousands. A Fujiwara did crack out. He got a Fujiwara armbar in it. Of course, he just calls it an armbar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I was hoping he might slide in throwing him, but it wasn't. Obviously, it wasn't really about him. It was about Liger. But yeah, I like the um. Yeah, as you say, Liger and Sano, long term rivals. You got. Hiromu and now Ryu Lee um, being long-term rivals. So there was a nice bit of symmetry there with the older guys who used to have the rivalry against the younger guys. Um, and yeah, also, by the way, we've had this name change for Ryu Lee. Still had Dragon Lee merchandise yeah. on. Did you spot that one? Is he just the <laughs> ultimate troll? <laughs> I think, yeah, it's like... Poking fun at CMLL. I'm, I'm amazed. It'd be brilliant if they booked him on the Fantastic Mania tour this week. I don't think they have. I think they've got more sense. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah I, I would enjoy that. But yeah, the whole thing is so. Yeah, I just enjoyed that he still had this Dragon Lee merch. He's a bunch there, so he was probably advertising it during the match. Um, but yeah, in terms of in terms of the match itself, like yeah, I thought this was a really great final match for Liger. Like like I say, the the veterans against kind of the the new breed. You had the symmetry and everything like that, and yeah, just Liger doing you know loads of stuff, putting Hiromu in lots of. <laughs> awkward positions which was fun to, to see and then obviously in this one Liger was going to take the pin from Hiromu because Hiromu is now the junior heavyweight champion it made sense and yeah it was pretty much the perfect way for him to go out I think like I said earlier it was very Liger go out on his back put over the new champion um, as he does so which is yeah pretty much a fitting end to his career, you know, of what he's done for the junior heavyweight division. Yeah, 
I would agree with that, definitely. Ash, your thoughts, because you are, like we said, a lifelong Liger fan. Was the emotion mm-hmm. starting to hit at this point, or did it come on New Year's Dash? Uh, New Year's Dash, it came on for me. But like I said, I already got all my emotions out when we recorded our show, um, you know, as far as with Liger. Uh, I mean, 12 minutes, 16 seconds. Uh, not at the best match of the night, but it was a nice little tag team retirement match and to see Harumu get that pin was it was very nice you know um I will say Liger and Sano have a combined age of like 106 yeah (laughs) in all fairness but like I said we really don't know how old Liger is Wikipedia says one thing and I have my suspicions suspicions for other ages you and I've had this theory and we're sticking to it Okay, then. Next up was Rapongi 3K with Rocky Romero defeating Bullet Club El Fantasmo and Taiji Ishimori. 14 minutes and 8 seconds for new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championships. Uh, champions. Oh, Ash, it's your turn first. I'm sure you had a lovely time during this matchup. How did you feel about it? I mean, first of all, did you see how amazing we looked? We looked amazing as a unit. You see our outfits, they were fantastic. You know, yeah, you know. they were black. Who won? They were not black. I have you know <laughs> they were gray and silver. You take that back. But anyways, oh. the <laughs> I think Taiji's gear was on point. It was fantastic. You know, of course I'm gonna. Uh, anyways, we're gonna talk about the gear at another time. That's I I was pop. You know, I was completely like excited. And I completely popped for it. But as for the as far as the match, um, I let's see. First of all, yes, the chemistry, you know, it was fantastic between, you know, um, and, and Taiji. No, we're not, talking about <laughs> we're not talking about this cheaters and them wearing cups. We will not talk about that. To be honest, but... I think they should have started wearing cups about two months ago and then we had these tag team titles in October. But, <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, you know, it was a good match. You know, Sho and Yo did a great job as well. Um, I thought the match ran really smooth. I I honestly don't agree with a lot of the ratings. I don't know if you saw them, James, as far as with the match. It was kind of rated kind of low. I thought it was a good junior heavyweight tag match. I thought maybe we should have been a little bit higher on the card. I but- think it's... Uh, sorry to interrupt, but I think it's the same thing that Jay White goes through. They're supposed to be comedy heels who do bad things to people. Yeah, I mean, like exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, sorry to uh, no, no, I was just saying, I didn't really agree with the ratings that um, that were given to it. I, I thought the match was a little bit better, and that's not me being biased mm. in any aspect. Um, even, like, I will even say Sho and Yo did a great job as well. Yeah. But, it, you know, it was ran, you know, as a classic tag match, you know, babyface versus heel. I thought it ran smooth. I mean, as many times as we've wrestled um, show and yo, I, I thought it was, I actually enjoyed it. I thought the dynamic, I think the dynamic between those two tags, uh, tag teams is great. Uh, let's see. Um, it was nice to see Rocky out there and yes. not in commentary. I will mm-hmm. say that it was what I enjoyed about the match is how um, quick the pace was. There wasn't really a moment of where it dragged on or it slowly started. You know what I'm yeah. saying? 
Yeah, no, it was good. It was crisp and it told the story. Yeah. The way. Yeah. Chris Alex, you told the story. And you choose your words wisely, Alex. That's all I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> no, I, I am. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Like, um, again, it is obviously what you're saying, James, that people get caught up in the fact that they're doing heelish antics, but that's literally the point. Like, they're supposed to annoy you. Like, that's their character, right? And, like, yeah. I love particularly with like Ishimori and Phantasmo, who I really enjoy as a tag team, like they're both phenomenal wrestlers. So it's even more annoying, I think, as them doing the heelish stuff, because then you're like, well, you don't have to behave this way. You could be doing the the effortless flips, you know, the all the, like Phantasmo, some of the stuff he can do is just insane. So I like the fact that they play off that and it then annoys people even more. Like the the, the flips into like back rakes, I think is really funny. <laughs> like I really enjoy that stuff, although I'm sure some people clearly find it annoying, but I think that's hilarious. Um, and that's, that's the point. You're, they're supposed to behave like that. Um, and yeah, in terms of like the match as a whole, I thought it was, yeah, just really good piece of work. The pace was amazing and... I loved the finish. I thought, like you say, James, it, they probably could have thought of it a few months ago. If they're being honest, but I like wearing the seal. There, finally get their revenge on the dick punching antics of El Fantasmo. Hey. Finally, hey, 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 hey! I have you know, he's got the best right hand in the biz, and you, and you stop it. You stop it. I told you to choose your words wisely <laughs> when it came to this match. Hey, I'm I'm saying I re- I really enjoy the Phantasmo Ishimori antics. Um, but yeah, I I thought that was that was a really um, creative finish and also important one. Not just show wearing the cup; they were both wearing cups because yeah. I've seen in you see it in other promotions when they do stuff like that, and it's like just this one guy has got the thing that won the match. It's like, but they, they're not supposed to know who's going to be involved in the finish if you're thinking about it, you know, not as a work. So, yeah, I I appreciate little touches like that that New Japan I, always I did, get. I didn't appreciate Yo putting his cup in his mouth because that was unhygienic. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I, I was about to say, James, if you were going to agree with that, you and I, we were going to have some problems. No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, no, there's, there's, there's I mean, base oral hygiene. One of them... Literally love shit. That's the same. Literally. But, yeah. Exactly. I mean, so it shouldn't and surprise and you and that he used to stick his cup away. in his mouth. But not in a you know sexualized manner. He just likes the, the process. Yes. All right then. <laughs> you cannot. You cannot in any way cover that that man loves shit. He, he loves shit, he, and he it's does, fucking does, weird. <laughs> He's done interviews with major Japanese art magazines and did an entire. There is um, nothing artistic about shit, James. It's just disgusting. Feces. You see, you see the type of people that are in chaos. You see it, Alex. I was not expecting the conversation to go there, but <laughs> well, one has to be prepared for anything on the Trooping Show. <laughs> <laughs> The Rev Pro Undisputed British Heavyweight Championship. Zack Sabre Jr. 
defeats Sonada in 12 minutes and 32 seconds. Uh, the hunk killer kills another hunk. And <laughs> the thing, right, they push Sonada as this brilliant technical wrestler, and he is. But he's nowhere near as technically advanced as most of the other people on the roster. He's just really sound at what he does, and he's a really good storyteller. So I think it's the wrong angle myself. That didn't say I didn't mean I didn't enjoy this match. I did. But I think they kind of need to do something else with Zack Sabre Jr. Because it's like trying to match him up like for like because there's no one like him. So I don't think it works as well as it should do. But that's just me. Alex, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think I think you're right on that because he's he can work with anyone, Zach. So it is it is noticeable how particularly him and Sonata have been matched up a lot. And it is because they can work really smooth technical transitions, counter wrestling, um, and they'll do it every time and it will be a great match every time. But yeah, it, it probably they do need to start mixing that up a little bit. But yeah, in terms of the match itself, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I maybe the most surprising result of the night. I don't know what you guys think on that, but I was I did wonder if Sonata might get the win here. Um, like every oh, year. I, uh, yeah, but Andy Q was booking this, surely not Jeddo. So true, true. Yeah. Um, so maybe that maybe that played into it. I, but Sonata's worked for Rev Pro before, hasn't he? He has, yeah, and I mean, I think he's really over in London. I mean, you look back mm. to the Royal Quest show from last year, he was getting biggest pops of the night, but aside from Okada, but I think, uh, I don't know, it depends on what Rev Pro actually want to do with that title. It's not New Japan property, so they can't do anything they want with it. Yeah, um, no, I, I did so, just wonder if they, yeah, if that might be the way they went for a little bit of, yeah, something slightly different, because when... Obviously, it was constant counter-wrestling. They That sequence at the end where they were both trying to pin each other and then Zach finally got the the pinning combination that worked. I was a little bit surprised. Like, in a, in a good way, I thought the finish was really good, but it was like, oh, wow, okay. I, I genuinely thought maybe they would go with Sonata, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was a good finish. It was, it's always really fun to watch these two work together. Um, because it is always smooth counter wrestling, and I think with with Zach, like what he's really good at now since being in New Japan is like his character work and the heelishness and the the way he can just demonstrate the he gets so frustrated <laughs> when someone like Sonada can actually hang with him technically, and it's always yeah. funny when you see Zach Sabertunia get frustrated. Because he gets even more British if such a thing is possible. <laughs> more year eight insults come out from him. Exactly. Oh, Ash, what are your what are your uh, thoughts on this particular match? Uh, I didn't think it was the best match of the night, but it didn't surprise me that Zach retained. To be honest with you, I saw it coming. Yeah. I think there's a I think there's a feeling that also Sonata's not a New Japan guy, and he's still not quite accepted yet. Mm. Um, mm. It's like, it, which sounds daft in this day and age, because Okada's not a New Japan guy, and NATO's not a New Japan guy. NATO started with Anthony Hamaguchi, and Okada started in Toriman with um, Ultimo Dragon. And, you know, the only true and Ibushi is not a New Japan guy either. You know, Sonata was a Wrestle One <coughs> guy, but I, I think there is this feeling that he's still not quite New Japan lines mark all the way through, if you see what I mean. I think that's the reason why yes. I kind of. Sonata's not going to win the big one. Eventually, one day, they'll just surprise us and he'll win the big one. But 
yeah. I, I knew Zach was going to retain. I like, I just, uh, just, I mean, that's just what my intuition was telling me. I, I didn't yeah. see that title. Um, out of all the, um, the actual matches that were title match. Well, let's just call it as like, I would say like 90% of them were title matches. Um, oh. I, I didn't see that one changing in any way. Yeah, fair enough. I can understand that. We'll move on then to the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. John Moxley defeats oh, Juice Robinson in 12 minutes and 48 seconds. <laughs> Did you fall asleep during this one as well? No, I just, I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't fucking care. It, look, no, neither did anyone else because I, it. I like this. I like juice. It's because you like juice and you're biased. You like and he looked <laughs> like a male stripper. Let's call it what it was. I don't tell you what did. Interest stripper Robinson. I tell you what did get me excited was fearing Kose, Nina Ray, and the crowd go fucking mental. Mm. Oh yes, that, that was <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's like and the, just the look on his face as he came down to ringside and then I can only I can only describe it in, as an emotion of I have never seen anyone with a look on their face that says I have to take my trousers off in an urgent manner to show how annoyed I am <laughs> <laughs> and that he was, did that is so so pro wrestling like it's so pro wrestling <laughs> And then he storms to the ring and beats the living crap out of John Moxley, who was sat there. And I'm like, oh, this is just the best thing I've ever seen. And it was still I mean, my that's, favorite. That's the only thing good about that match that happened, James. Yeah. Let's call it what it is. But now I get to see John Moxley get beat up at New Beginnings. By oh, this- oh, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I am excited for that as well. You have no idea. Yes, I, I did get a lot of, um, at the same time as this, more or less, um, Session Moth Martina was performing dance on Renee Young in the crowd and posted it on Twitter because she was at Wrestle Kingdom because she had special guests because she's from Stardom and of course so did John Moxley's wife. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which I responded, yeah. well, she now has to. He now has to wrestle mur- your murdered dad because that's what she thought. <laughs> um, so I'm blaming you for that, and you were consoling her at the right moment. <laughs> so yes, it is dance. Um, but yeah, uh, John Moxley uh, will have to face Minoru Suzuki and Death. At, uh, right, new <laughs> this, Alex. Yeah, I mean, by the way, um, if someone took their pants off in like a real fight with you, you would not be scared. But in <laughs> when Minoru Suzuki does it, it's like that is I'm legitimately terrified now. <laughs> yeah, um, the <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's it, it's just pro wrestling summed up as if you showed that to someone who didn't know pro wrestling they'd just be like what is going on why are people reacting to a man taking his kecks off like it's not it shouldn't be as good as it is um, but yes um in terms of the match john mocks oh. juice robinson i i enjoyed it um, I, I, but I, I'm, I like Juice. I'm, I'm, I'm like you on that, James. Although he does the the stripper call is a good shout. He looks like now, like he's come off the set of um, like a music video with the Village People. Like that seems to be the look that he <laughs> that Juice is going for nowadays. I don't even know the... what what that is. To, I I don't yeah. even know. I mean, I 
we all know I support single moms and men with dreams, okay? But I don't know <laughs> what that is. It's it's the facial hair that he's added. So he's got the he's obviously always had this look in New Japan, but then he's added like, the handlebar mustache as well. Um, it's yeah. it's working for him. It's working for him. Let's let's say that. Um, and yeah, the, anyway, the, ma- the match that. was. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> about that working for him. I mean, it, it may work for you, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I have a feeling he's, he does all right. Let's put it that way. He's he's got his own style, right? That's that's the thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, the match the match was good. Anyway, we've we've basically not talked about the match there at all, have we? But the match was good because because um, it doesn't matter. It's just what happened at the end. <laughs> And like I said, like I said before, it was I was surprised slightly that Moxley retained, but obviously he's sticking around in New Japan. I don't know what that means for New Japan AEW, um, but yeah, Stop I mean, talking Suzu- about the generic <laughs> brand with their generic IWGP Heavyweight Title. <laughs> but and yeah, it, I mean, it only that- made it more relevant when you saw both of them the same night. Okay. Um, have you, have you, are you there, Alex? Have you finished or? Um, yes. What? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what else to add other than, um, Suzuki yeah. and Moxley will be a lot of fun. Um, I think, and yeah, the crowd reaction was warranted, basically. basically. It was, and it's like, I'm not being funny, but it's Minor- you, John Moxley, you have made Minoru Suzuki a baby face. How the yeah. hell did you <laughs> <laughs> Like, literally... Satan is now the baby face in New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> uh, okay, then. Speaking of Satan, Jay White defeats Kota Ibushi in 24 minutes and 58 seconds. And the mega heat that Jay White got in this match was hilarious. Uh, this was really uh, good. You skipped uh, Kenta's match. Oh, I'm sorry. I did forget that. I'm sure you didn't want me to mention the fact that Bullet Club at this point lost all their championships. Yeah, but did you see what we did at the end of night two? Uh, was, right, was, was, that, was that good for you as, as it was <laughs> Anyway, Iroki Goto defeats Kenta for the uh, never open weight championship in 16 minutes and 12 seconds. It was very good for what it was. I think if both of them were five years younger, it would have been a very, very different match. But Kenta is certainly finding his groove in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, Kenta's loving New Japan, I have you know. He is now. He wasn't he's loving it. With. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's, got, he's got his groove and he knows where he needs to be. And essentially, he's gone back to being the same character he was when he first started in Noah. The guy who was pushing uphill against the big, you know, the big stars. He was the one that was trying to get rid of Misawa and get rid of Kobashi and get rid of Teyu and run the show by himself. And mm-hmm. that chip on his shoulder character is is back, and I like to see it, I must admit. And someone did point out that he's wrestled 60 matches since he rejoined New Japan Pro Wrestling last summer. Mm-hmm. And his last in 205 wide, he only wrestled 40 and was miserable. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Alex, your thoughts on this match? I will say you're you're saying about um, him playing similar character to Noah. I mean, far more arrogant than, <laughs> as a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah which <clears throat> which I enjoy because it's yeah, it, it, he's got he's bringing that kind of level of like entitlement to the character, which I really enjoy. And it in that sense, like him and Goto playing off against each other. Besides the fact we knew 
they were going to kick the crap out of each other because of the styles they work. We know how hard-hitting and stiff they both are. And like you say, if it was five years ago, it probably would have been even more brutal and fast-paced and everything else. But you add that level with the characters of how Goto is all about respect and honour and Kenta does not care about respect and honour right now. He just <laughs> is win at all costs. And I have you yeah. know, Brother Kenta has plenty of respect and honour. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's a, it's a, he has respect for kicking people still, <laughs> that's for sure. Well, um, once again, did you see what happened at the end of the night? Was that good yeah. for you, Alex, just as much as it was for me? It was, it was. When he kicked in- Naito in the head. <laughs> it was interesting. I will, yeah, it, I will say it was unexpected. Um, but yeah, definitely in terms of this match, like the fact that, because I, I was watching it with a friend and we were talking about how, you know, in his NXT 205 stuff, he'd obviously toned his style down and was having to pull his kicks and stuff. Um and he kind of had an element of that when he returned to New Japan. Like, he wasn't as stiff as he used to be. But, my God, he was as stiff as he used to be in this match. Because, <laughs> probably because Goto is the kind of guy who is like, kick me harder. If anything, you're not kicking me hard enough in the chest. So, yeah, I yeah, I, I enjoyed this match <laughs> quite a bit. Um, and, yeah, sorry, Ash, the the right guy probably won in the end but in terms of in terms of the story they were trying to tell apologize to me (laughs) more more in terms of the story though that it it would have only made sense goto had to you know overcome the horrible heel on this show i suppose Mm -hmm. because (laughs) it's the new year and we always put forward our best base in the early january before sliding back into regular mediocrity which Goto undoubtedly will by February. Um, Uh, (laughs) God bless him. (laughs) Ash, Ash, have you got any more thoughts on this match? No. Okay, then. (laughs) Moving on, then. Next match, it was Jay White. He defeated Coach Ibushi in 24 minutes and 58 seconds. I think Mm -hmm. they were both tired. It wasn't as good as it could have been. It was a bit short in comparison to the previous night's work. But let's be honest, they both played their hearts out the night before and it couldn't be as good as I don't think it could anyway. (laughs) I don't think it would work as two defeated men coming out and having this barnstorm. It would kind of take the shine off the main event. So I think it was intentionally not as good as it could have been. But it Mm. did run heavily on storytelling and angles. And let's be honest, Jay White cheating to win. Ash, your thoughts? Uh, I thought it was pretty decent, you know, decent. 24 minutes, uh, 58 seconds, you know, Jay came out, pulled, pulled the win for us. At least we got a win um, oh. in Wrestle Kingdom with Gato. So, yes. um, I don't know, that's, you know, like I said, I thought the match was a little bit better, probably close to one of the best matches in the night. Um, I will definitely say the main event was probably the best match of the night, but I would yeah. say you know, I, I honestly think Jay's match with Coda was better than Jericho and Tanahashi's, in my opinion. I, so I would agree. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't agree with these ratings whatsoever. It's the only Wrestle Kingdom that I don't fucking agree with. <laughs> Do we agree with Dave ever, mine, but, to be honest? Yeah, that's true. But uh, let's, let's call it what it is. You know, Tanahashi saved New Japan once again during Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> Uh, Alex, your thoughts on this match of Kota and Jay White? 
Yeah, I mean, it's obviously this one was going to divide opinion again, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, solid it. I, match, though. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, I think, again, the heel stuff worked for me in the context of the match. I mean, obviously, again, what certain people are having problems with is Jay White cheating to win, but I think it, it made... But those it are made tactics. Pa- exactly. <laughs> That's Do you all not it, know what Bullet Club's about? <laughs> it made it made perfect sense and i think it also probably they, they were playing off the fact you know was abushi doubting himself you know he'd lost the previous night i think you're right james as well like they were both probably exhausted after working high level matches the previous night and yeah mm. it wasn't maybe like you say wasn't as good as it could have been if they maybe wrestle again and they probably will in the g1 or something um it will probably be even better but i really enjoyed this for what it was i mean something like when gado pulled the ref out on the near fall i'd completely bet on that being the finish that completely got me when ibushi hit that kamagoye so stuff like that worked you know in my opinion um and yeah gado got some comeuppance as well ibushi hit him so you know but (laughs) the, the finish as well like that brutal chair shot which yeah, don't know how much we enjoy chair shots to the head nowadays, but I thought that was, it was well done. I have to say, as leading into the finish, it was well done. And yeah, JY also, I think what I enjoyed about the match was they're such polar opposites as characters and wrestlers. And the moment when Ibushi was like telling Jay White to trade with him and just <laughs> knocking him down every time was was amazing because like Jay White is just so good at being that kind of shitty heel basically that it's <laughs> it's it's satisfying for the crowd to see him get knocked down like that but then in the end he still finds that way to think around the problem and get the win in the end and yeah I, I thought it was really well done it sets Ibushi up nicely in an interesting way like I mentioned before this idea of him almost getting frustrated and going to a different place during these two matches and becoming this cold, calculating killer. He's showing glimpses of being a scarier, more intense character. And I wonder if that's where they're going to go with him in 2020, where if he doesn't, you know, if he starts going on a losing streak or something, Mm. will we start to see more of that come out in his matches? I think it'll be interesting to see if that's the way they go with Ibushi this year. Yeah, I mean, there was an offer to rejoin Bullet Club uh, made at New Year's Dash, which would be mm. an interesting story to tell. Because obviously, Chase and Kota Ibushi was one of the best tag teams of 2017, to be honest. Yeah. I, yeah. To be honest with you, I actually preferred Kota and Chase over the Golden Lovers as a watchable tag team. I know that's heresy to say for some people. <laughs> they were good. Anyway, um, right, move on to oh, Chris Jericho versus Rogers Tanahashi. Uh, yeah. Drink it in, James. <laughs> Drink it in and you'll get an alcoholic body. <laughs> All right, yeah, Jack Chris Daniels Jericho. versus a legendary Tanahashi. <laughs> Chris Jericho, who was clearly at all the pies, making fun of Gino Gambino <laughs> for being overweight. Is just how dare he? How dare he talk Definitely. about my just, friend, Mr. Juicy? Yes, just horrific behavior and bad manners. Unbecoming. Disgusting. Of his Dis- age. 
<laughs> You're strong. I'm not absolutely pretty much disgusting. You know what was disgusting? Nothing. You're not fooling anyone, Jericho, with that weightlifting belt. We know you're trying to hide that. <laughs> it I mean, was not. It was not hiding it well either. <laughs> obviously, we're shaming anyone. We are just saying the pot should not call the kettle black, and we should move on from there. In a match, I really didn't care about. What I have to say, Tanahashi. Oh. He saved New Japan by taking that L. Once again, <laughs> Tana saved New Japan. You are an honorable man, Tana. Well, I was, I was, I was shocked that he tapped out. But now you say that, it makes a lot more sense. Like he was yeah, literally. We don't have to see the generic IWGP Heavyweight Title, and it's more obvious when they're in the same place. So, Tana, you are you are the greatest man, Tana. You saved New Japan again. Because we all know Tana saved New Japan before. And hopefully we don't have to see Chris Jericho again. Your thoughts, Alex? Exactly. So he saved it. I think we believe about this. <laughs> I feel like I definitely enjoyed it more than you guys. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's quite clear. Yes, you did. Because you cared. We didn't. Um, look, I, I, <laughs> I did enjoy it. I thought, I thought they played to their strengths and their characters. They were both having a blast. Clearly, like what, whatever. I'm, was... <laughs> I'm, I'm still quite hurt about what he said to my friend Gino. I will not forgive that man. It was I'm sorry, Alex, we will not interrupt. We will not interrupt. Yeah, we're done. Me and James. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Yeah, like I say, I I thought they were both they were both clearly having a glass blast. Tanahashi sporting some lovely gold trim in his hair. If we're talking mullet watch stuff, I thought he had some some great additions to his hairdo for this match. Um, but yeah, I look, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the character stuff. Basically, I thought Jericho playing this washed up rock star essentially which is what he is um but basically like Tana's the way he more was... of a rock star than jericho yes that's the thing and i think they were they were kind of playing off that a little bit with jericho like mocking his air guitar in and his poses which obviously led to that hilarious image of jericho doing tanahashi's muscle poses when he does not have the physique anymore to pull that off but I think. <laughs> oh my god! It's just there's so many things that are laughable about this. <laughs> what I will say for all the jokes about Jericho's physique, which are drink it fair, in, man, drink it <laughs> he in. Has, he has he has drank in a lot as well. I think we know he has, but he was he can still crack out the you know the lion salt and the code breaker and the middle rope drop kick and stuff, which is still quite impressive for a portly 50 year old man i will say that um and <laughs> you see now you guys have got me doing it like being mean on this match when i actually quite enjoyed it but i yeah i've been, i've been higher on jericho in new japan than than you guys have and i thought <laughs> i thought it served its purpose and i thought you know it was that a saved new japan it it was it was nice to see Tanahashi coming up against Jericho in terms of what it meant. Um, like I say, I was surprised that Tanahashi tapped out as well. Um, yeah, I didn't. I know they built to that finish quite well, but I was still surprised that that's the way they went. Um, but yeah, 
it makes sense that obviously Jericho won it with the man in the stipulation of the AEW title and everything. Um, I'm interested to see whether this leads to New Japan and AEW working together going forward. I know. <laughs> keep that keep that dream to yourself. Let's <laughs> continue. But yeah, I mean, just because, like, like James said, with um, they're not, you know, they're not going to have a TV presence coming up in the US, we New don't... Japan, because they don't want to work with Impact, which is so, still I mean, hilarious to me. Options. Yeah, and, so, I... and it ain't gonna happen. Stop filling these fans, <laughs> these, these marks heads I'm... with a little fantasy of AEW. Trust me. I'm, I know I'm, it ain't gonna happen. But, I'm saying, um, I'm saying it's gonna you, happen. <laughs> yeah, and I'm telling you that uh, New Japan's already working on something else for a TV okay. deal. Okay, I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. Okay, I'm intrigued. Um, but I don't. I certainly so let's don't. Let's talk see... about Naito getting his head kicked in. <laughs> brother Kenta. All right, calm down, calm down. Finish what you're saying, Alex. Um. I don't. Sorry, I don't see uh, the Ring of Honor New Japan relationship lasting much longer. So that's already done, pretty much. Yeah. So I will tell you that. So that's why I'm interested on whether the New Japan AW thing might happen. But Ash has got me um, intrigued now. There could be another option. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just gotta wait. I think we just have to um, wait it out with Western expansion because Western expansion is just starting. So I think I think it's like I think it's smart as far as us to like just go with the flow when it comes to this certain issue because we have you know left access we are leaving Ring of Honor uh, we are clearly staying with Rev Pro and Defy it's it's just that yeah and CMLL thank you um, I forgot about CMLL sorry everyone also <laughs> the CMLL tour is still going on um, it just started fantastic tour um but i think it's smart if we just all slow down and we don't give you know we just wait and see what happens with western expansion only because it i think if we're all getting ahead of ourselves in different aspects it leads to disappointment and it leads to a lot of people arguing on wrestling twitter over ridiculous shit and we all and we honestly can say that a lot of things have happened in wrestling twitter uh, the past 24 hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um in so many different aspects like i mean we had a death we had some disappointments and we had some some racism. things finally come out that uh yeah racism uh, we, we had a lot of things come out in 24 hours so i think we all need to in my opinion i think we all need to slow down and just wait and see what harold may decides when it comes to New Japan. I Harold, think that's fair. To be fair though, Harold's there for much longer. He's pretty much done. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it, whoever, we'll see how it goes. Whoever takes yeah. up the presentation has got a lot of things to cook with this year. Um, before we get to the main event, just a reminder from the, the announcement of the press conference a couple of days later. I probably should have done this later, but it, it seems the right time to talk about it. G one's mm -hmm. in G one is in October this year. It's not going to be in mm -hmm. August the Olympics being in Japan. So and there's no British major event this year as well. So it's going to be yeah. interesting, different kind of schedule this year. They are going to the West Coast for uh, the New Beginnings Tour that starts the week after next when the... Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to attend that tour badly. Well, but... well, I do think as well, they don't really need TV. They were filling 5,000 seaters with just like streaming services. They didn't have any help from access on the last two US tours and they did all right. 
Yeah, so, yeah. fair point. We don't. And I don't necessarily think they need necessarily need a TV deal. What I think they and need I is. Think World is such a solid, in my opinion, I think World is like a solid um, app as far as yeah, when it comes it, to streaming. It, it works very well. It's very, very organized in how it's broken up too, which is like how everything's divided. Um, yeah. You remember the time games <clears throat> when we didn't have World, the dark times? <laughs> the dark times of you know, 15 different streaming services are waiting for it to come out on DVD. Yes, I do. It was horrible. It was hard, mm. or you had to buy, or you had to pay someone off of eBay to to rip the show for you. Yeah, uh, I did I'll, that. I'll Got get it computer off. viruses. I get it off Rudo Reels or IPW was my my move. Oh, oh, you, oh, you were blessed if you knew someone with the Google Drive. <laughs> <laughs> you were blessed. Um, yeah, I just think we need to wait and see what's going on with Western expansion. I don't want to put the idea in people's heads that, you know, AEW can happen because it's a possibility it can't. I don't want to put the idea <laughs> that, you know, we'll still stay with Ring of Honor because obviously that's not going to happen. Uh, if just based on the way things are going with Ring of Honor. Um, yeah. I just don't want to put that out there because I think it's been put into too many people's mindset. And when it doesn't happen, it causes a lot of issues, causes a lot of disappointments. And yeah. I, I, you, I think we just need to just wait and see what happens with Western expansion, in my opinion. Because I think that's going <laughs> to determine exactly if we're going to go on TV or if we're just going to stay on world. Uh, my opinion, I think we need to just stay on world because the streaming services for world are live streaming is fantastic. Except for, you know, we did have some issues for Wrestle Kingdom. Um, yeah. Night two. Um, that's just because there was too many people loading to the server. But I think, you know, we got that figured out. Um but hey, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's better than fight TV. I will say that. Our, I remember like when certain shows, like especially the UK shows, wouldn't be on World. You had to go to Fight TV. Mm. Like That's because there were the, Repro shows, not New Japan shows. Yeah, I mean, Repro is still still pretty good. You know, I still love Repro. Uh, yeah. It's just that I noticed <clears> a lot with the Fight TV services, the streaming services, they tend to go out sometimes. Yeah. There's a, always a chance that it'll happen. Right then, let's move on to this uh, main event of night two, which is Tetsuya Nato, the Intercontinental Champion, defeating Okada, the heavyweight champion, in 35 minutes and 37 seconds in the double gold dash, which was as near as damn perfect a wrestling match as you were ever likely to see. I have to say, it wasn't as acrobatically perfect as perhaps some of the matches on these two cards have been. But it told the story with the right two guys in the right place, and they both left with a smile on their face. Because <laughs> NATO, that was a lot of fun. We should do it again sometime. And that kind of like made the hair stand on the back of my neck because I would watch these two wrestle for as long as they can wrestle for. Um, Alex, I'm going to go with you first because what's your Ooh. thoughts on the event? I have a lot of thoughts, so apologize, apologies if I talk. Oh no, no, go <laughs> to, for it go for, for a it, long Alex, time. I have, I have no thoughts on this match. So you take you it. This is, this is your moment. This is you your have moment. thoughts on the uh, on the post match, I imagine. Um, yeah, this is your moment. Um, go for Lij, it. it's your turn. Go for it. <laughs> this was match of the weekend for me. I think, like you said, James, it might not have been had the the same work rate as say Okada Ibushi, but this is what I was talking about earlier when everything comes together perfectly where you have 
you have the work rate. You know, we know these two guys will have a phenomenal match every time they wrestle. But then you have the story behind me. You had the crowd who were white hot for the title change. Like, they were so behind Naito here. And this is basically what happens when you build a title match for years, <laughs> you know, and you put yeah. a story in. You put the time in to to make a moment special. I mean, this is like what six years in the making since Naito won the G1 the first time and obviously got as that baby face character that wasn't working and yeah. got demoted from the main event of Wrestle Kingdom against Okada and then all the story has changed with him coming back with this new persona and new motivation and finally this was his moment we thought it was two years ago when he was finally going to do it and it wasn't they they kept the belt on okada um so that okada could break all the records and it will be omega who dethroned him which kind of made sense but yeah it, it could have been that they waited too long but it wasn't in practice and it's interesting because a few months ago we probably didn't even think this was the way Wrestle Kingdom was gonna go, you know, no. if we didn't, if we didn't have this two night structure, this wouldn't have happened the way it did. Because obviously, Abushi winning the G One, we thought it was his time, but then they kind of molded the story to work over the two nights, and the fact that Naito was the only guy going in. Okada kind of spoke about this afterwards. Naito was the only guy who didn't have something going into. The first yeah. night, you know, Okada was the world champ. Jay was the IC champ. Um, Ibushi had the G1 briefcase. But Okada said what he hadn't considered was that Naito had all the hopes of the fans resting on his shoulders. And yeah, that's basically how the match played out. And they they played off the fact that they both wrestled the night before. They played off all their history. They played off the fact that Naito has no functioning <laughs> knees at this point and you know Okada very much was leaning towards being the heel he was you know very kind of arrogant you know the way he was you know mm. wrestling like Naito was beneath him you know this this guy you know this guy can't beat me basically that's he was exuding that level of smugness which was worked really well and then it kind of evolved as the match went on to him being frustrated that he couldn't put Naito away he really started to get heelish near the end when he was just battering Naito's knee over and over again and the crowd were furious <laughs> they just wanted Naito to fight back yeah it was it was just basically perfect and the fact that there was that moment, the Poison Rana spot. I thought Okada was like had a concussion after that. Yeah, yeah. He he came down on his head, definitely. And he looked like he was knocked a little bit loopy for a second because there was a moment where they miscommunicated on a spot. And mm. you never see them miscommunicate on a spot, these two. And I was just like, oh, is this gonna is this this match gonna come off the rails a little bit? I was worried. And then if anything, it kind of added to the whole aura around the match because there was kind of that panicked feel with both of them. They were so desperate to get the win and it all the kind of relentless countering. And it just, yeah, again, if anything, that slight 
error, if you like, kind of added to the match overall. And yeah, the closing stretch was amazing, obviously. <laughs> it always is with these guys, but with the crowd behind them and everything else, it was just amazing. Like, you know, Okada, like working over that knee constantly, like Naito staggered to his feet and like spat in Okada's face, then collapsed. And it was just like, ah. Oh. The emotion in this one is just amazing. And yeah, the fact that he he actually hit the Stardust Press as well was amazing. The thing that basically cost him two years ago and he was just like, basically like, screw it. I'm going to do it again. We're going to see what happens. And yeah, then hitting the Emerald Frozen into the Destino was just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was quite fond of this match, as you can tell. Like I say, it was... It might not have had, you know, the the same work rate and all, like you say, the flips and everything as some of the other matches. But for the combination of everything you love about pro wrestling, I think this was basically almost the perfect pro wrestling match and the right result as well. Like whether they have waited a couple of years too long to pull the trigger on Naito, as we've touched on, the guy is pretty broken down now. You know, his knees are really messed up at this point um than they were a couple of years ago but in the moment it felt perfect that this was the moment he got the belt yeah i would agree so as well and then after the match they went through the roll call for lij well lij went there and nato was undefended and then your kenta came down to ruin the party which i'm sure ashley has something to say about Mm. Mm. I mean, he had it coming. He had it coming. <laughs> he had it coming and... Hang on, stop. And stop, and... no, stop. You have literally <laughs> said this about every Bullet Club incident for the last six months. Well, he had it coming. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> His presence, first of all. <laughs> he just stood there. Smiling. Exactly. He had it coming, I mean. My life isn't all about fucking rainbows and butterflies and shit, okay? Like, he had it coming, and Kenton did the right thing, and we're going to get both of those titles. Either way, it's going to happen. We're going to get both of them. And he may not have them very long. And I wish wish Naito would just look happy that he's double champion. I mean, you got two (laughs) belts. At least look like you're happy about it. Jesus. And to be honest, he looks exactly (laughs) like (laughs) <laughs> it looks exactly the same way I do as I'm going into my appraisals at work. Anyway, uh, <laughs> on what, to sorry, what did on. sorry what did um what did you think of Kenta being the guy getting the first title shot? Because it's not something. This is not how Gado normally books stuff. You know, Kenta had lost mm-hmm. earlier in the night. Usually, you it's someone who's had a big win earlier in the night gets the first shot. So I thought. From that angle, it's it's quite interesting that Kent is going to be the first guy to get the shot at Naito. If you look back at New Japan at the beginnings of the last couple of years, there's been a lot of one-and-done champions, so I think they needed a big name mm. to Naito. Mm-hmm. And also, I think, so Kent fits that bill, but also it doesn't matter if he doesn't if he loses. I think he's, he's not expandable, but he's certainly... He's had a good run with an Europa Weight Championship. He's, he's been looking strong. He looks strong against Goto, even though he lost. So I think he's a good choice. And it, pre- and it kind of goes along with Kenta's kind of thought process of, I haven't got an opportunity, so I'll make one. Yeah. And I think 
Yeah, I think that yeah. I, it, it tells the story okay. I don't, I don't it's have a, a. It's a, I'm, it's, you know, it's the start of a new story. Yeah. Um, and also, I would point out all the baby faces won. They've all got titles. So fair point, could, yeah. You know, fair point, like, yeah. And like I said, I think this is going to lead into our feud with LIJ, Bullet Club versus LIJ. I think it's going to be a strong yeah. aspect of 2020. Mm, yeah. Because um, I do want to see Hiromo f- uh, face either Taiji or um, LP. I think yeah. for it that title. It wouldn't surprise me if they wanted Ishimori and Hiromu for Dominion in the summer because obviously they had that absolutely insane match. Um, was that just before Hiromu got injured as well? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. Super uh, about six months before, actually, wasn't it? Because Hiromu got injured in the States, didn't he, in LA on Long Beach? Yes, that's, I, yes he did. Yeah. Long Beach. So yeah, I think that's really sad. And that's you know, quite he had a, such a good pop too. No, oh, yeah, he did. yeah, he was. But yeah, I think um, that match is quite probably quite a clamoured after rematch. So it would make sense that they've kind of built to that for the big show in the summer. Yeah, yeah, and also you know, Hiromu defeated uh, Will for the title, so we could possibly see El Fantasmo face Hiromu. Um, it could go either way, honestly, at this point. With yeah. either junior heavyweight, but uh, like I said, you know, um, Bull Club's always been a unit and always been a strong unit. So to me, either way, um, either junior heavyweight will be fantastic in that spot. So I will okay. support either one. All right. I'm a little bit pressed for time. So we're going to do New Year's Dash quickly and explain the angles that came out of it. Alex Coughlin, Clark Connors, Carl Fredericks, defeated Toa Henry, Yotsuji, and Yuya Mura in 10 minutes and 40 seconds. It was mm-hmm. all right. It was okay. Let's call it what it Elder- was. It was okay. Elder Parado, Yoshinubi Kanemura, Ropigingi, 3K Show, and your Bullet Club. Uh, El Fantasma, Taiji Ishimura, Losa Gunnarabas, De Habonbushi, Hiromu. They were, well, Suzuki Gun won in 30 minutes and 29 seconds. It's kind of sets Rapingi 3K up against El Desperado and Yoshinubi Kanemura, the two dominant teams of the last three years. Mm-hmm. That will be coming up next. In an eight-man tag, Bad Luck Farley, Chase Owens, Tamatonga, and Tangaloa lost in 11 minutes and 39 seconds to Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kota Ibushi, and Finn Juice. At the end of that match, Kota Ibushi and Hiroshi Tanahashi challenged Finn Juice for the IWGP Heavyweight Championships. Yes, G.O.D. Yes. are not happy about that, so they in turn <laughs> challenged Ibushi and Tanahashi for the New Beginning shows. So the winner of Ibushi and Tanahashi versus G.O.D. gets the Tag Team Champions. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I feel that that's only fair. I think that's about right. I think that's a bit right. But Zignorabu's day upon evil at Shingo Takagi defeated Chaos Roki Goto and Tomohiro Ishii when Shingo Takagi used Made in Japan to defeat Roki Goto in 16 minutes and 28 seconds and looks set to be the new challenger for the Never Open Weight Championship. Yeah, that will be um, quite no, a lot of fair. fun, judging by their um, G1 match. Yeah. I believe yeah, the phrase yeah. would be a bit of a banger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of lariats in that one. Yeah. Uh, next up was Kazuchi Kukada, Robbie Eagles, Will Ospreay, and Yoshihati. They defeated Suzuki Goon, Lance Archer, Minoru Suzuki, and Zack Sabre Jr. in 15 minutes and 27 seconds. Uh, at the end of this match, two feuds were set up. Tai Chi got disqualified for attacking Kazuchi Kukada with a chair. Quite rightly, too. 
Um, and that sets up the unfortunate matchup for Kazuchi Kurogada versus Taichi. I'm assuming this is like a few years ago when Tanahashi <laughs> lost the title and had to start again at the bottom and ended up in a feud with Yano. So again, Okada. oh yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. I can I can tell you're thrilled about Taichi and Okada, as we all are. Mm. <laughs> John Moxley came back out to repay the favor against Suzuki Gun, so we are guaranteed Minoru Suzuki versus how, uh, John. How Lee. the mighty have fallen! <laughs> and then in when the has got to work against Taichi. And then in the Jesus. main event, and then in the main event, Sonada and Tetsuya Naito defeated Bullet Club Jay White and Kenta defeated Bullet Club Jay White and Kenta in thirteen <laughs> minutes seconds, and were blindsided by two horrible people. As Jay White and Kenta did promos, so the lights went out and people went home because they don't like them very much. <laughs> uh, but to start all that night off was the Tiger match. Sorry, Tiger Mask. He's not retired yet. Uh, <laughs> Thunder Liger retirement show uh, award ceremony with a special guest appearance of Antonio Inoki via video. I thought that was really cool. And... Uh, we've kind of got, well, we did our tribute to Liger on the Beginner's Guide to Professional Wrestling, me and Ash, a couple of weeks ago, and I think you've probably said all we could say. Alex, have you got anything to say about Jushin Liger's retirement? One day he's one of the best ever, one of the most innovative, if not the most innovative wrestler in history. Um, yeah, what, what more can you say on him, really? He's an absolute legend, went out as we probably expected him to, and yeah, it was... Uh-huh. It was massively emotional. It was a really nice retirement ceremony. Um, but yeah, tears tears were shed. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's 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 one of the absolute greatest. And it is it's wild how long he's been doing it, and it's wild that now we're in a world where he's not doing it anymore because he's been such like a stalwart of wrestling for so many decades. Is <laughs> okay. the it is the Absolutely. first time like Kiichi Miyamada is not wrestling since the first time I saw him in 1986, 33 years ago. Wild. It was wild. Yeah. So that's it for our Wrestle Kingdom coverage for this year with two episodes on this. And thank you very much for my guest today. It's Empress Ashley of Empire in the Empire magazine. Thank you very much for joining us today, Mark. Yep, not a problem. Anytime. Where can we find you on your social medias? At L Ghost Mama, or you can find us at IEPW Zine or IndieEmpireMag.com. You can find me and James both there, or you could just find me there. Um, that's about it. Or you can find, you can talk to my second, uh, which is uh, Blade Queen XII. That's Courtney, if you can't get a hold of me. There you go. I'd also like to thank Mr. Alex Watt. That's Alex Watt 187 on Twitter. Thank you for your time, sir. Thanks for having me. It was, yeah, really fun to chat about two great shows. Loads of fun stuff going forward as well. And mm-hmm. first time me and Ash have been on the same podcast as well. Yep. Yeah. Was, uh, I got to defend uh, LIJ and Chaos's honour. <laughs> bullet Club, so that was nice. There you go. Hey, you should go and talk to our partners. That'll be powerslam.tv and use our code MULLETWATCH to get a free month. And of course, our sponsors mm-hmm. are actually quite late. said in the Empire magazine. Uh, go read them too. Oh, we'll we're be- back from holiday too. holiday too. We are. We are. We're actually back off our Christmas holes. And in the Empire magazine is back going full force. Um, uh, we will be back later in the week. Might be a little bit later because we've had a change in schedule at work. Telling stories this week. Don't know what I'll be about yet because I haven't decided. 
but it'll be interesting i promise mm-hmm. um take care have a good week and we'll see you soon bye bye are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe brands like progress wrestling evolve wrestling combat zone defy pcw ultra pwx over the top shine and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month get your free trial today at powerslam.tv